0: Walking into a liquor store can be very confusing, especially if you don't know what to look for. The first time I went into a liquor store, I was looking for whiskey for a Christmas present. Now when I go into a liquor store, I might be looking for brandy or vodka to make tinkertures out of, or high-quality vodka to make homemade liqueurs. Now, if you're used to just ducking into the liquor store for a specific thing, You probably gravitate toward the same aisle and the same types of drinks every single time. But today, we want to introduce you to how simple it is to make your own homemade liqueurs, so you don't have to go hunting for them in the liquor store, and why you might want to try it.
1: Welcome to the Real-Time Roots Podcast. I'm your host, Christy L., and this is my co-host, Sarah. Hello, everyone. At Joy Believe, we help you make your own food and remedies so that you can create health and wellness for your family naturally. In today's episode of the Real-Time Roots Podcast, we're gonna be talking about making homemade liqueurs and cordials, and also how you might wanna do this now so that you can use them for special holiday gifts. So let's get started.
0: Historically, the cures were made in the monasteries or in the manor still room. They were used to aid digestion and to improve health. Yeah, kind of weird, isn't it? Alcohol being used to aid digestion and improve health. But the alcohol in the beverage was used to preserve the herbs or fruits that were used in it for long-term storage. And the addition of sugar, or honey as the case may be,
1: helped meld the flavors together and made it more palatable. Chartreuse is a French liqueur that's made by Carthusian monks and they started making it more than 200 years ago. It contains about 130 herbs and botanicals that give it medicinal properties. You'll find it in the liquor store, and it can. there's two kinds. It can either be um, kind of a, a lime green color or it can be yellow. But it's one example of types of liqueurs that are used for their health benefits, as well as pleasant drinking, after-dinner kinds of drinks or cocktail mixes.
0: Another herb-rich liqueur is
1: Jägermüster, which is made from 56 different herbs. And it's another one that's used as a digestive herb or a digestive drink. So what makes a liqueur? Normally, a liqueur
0: is alcohol infused with fruit or herbs, plus a sweetener, usually a simple syrup made with sugar.
1: So um, just by definition, a simple syrup is equal parts of water or maybe an herbal tea and sugar mixed together. So it could be one cup of tea with one cup of sugar or one cup of water with one cup of sugar. That makes a simple syrup. So then with a liqueur, it's an alcohol, often a flavorless variety. Something like vodka or whiskey, something that you would like to drink alone. You don't want to use the cheapest one here. You want to use one that, that has a pleasant flavor. You don't want one that tastes like gasoline.
0: And if you've been doing tinctures for a while, you may have already tested several of the cheaper varieties and already know of a vodka or other alcohol that you like the flavor of when blended with herbs or fruits. Exactly. So you take your alcohol, your simple syrup, and a flavor, and you combine them to make a liqueur. Now, normally the flavor is combined with the alcohol, and then once you strain it, then you add the simple syrup. So the last step in the liqueur making is adding the sugar. And within those parameters, any flavor combination that you enjoy can become your new favorite after-dinner sip or before-dinner aperitif. Some examples that you might be familiar with would include limoncello, And if you wanted to make variations on that, you could make it with lemon, orange, blood oranges, grapefruits, and that's just sticking with the citrus flavors.
1: And you could make something like a cherry liqueur or a chocolate liqueur or any combination that's pleasant to you. Or even rhubarb liqueur.
0: We're going to have a bunch of liqueur recipes from the Joyably Farm blog in the show notes, including coffee, cherry, rhubarb, and limoncello.
1: And chocolate, don't forget chocolate. So one of the reasons why we want to show you how easy it is to make liqueurs is because making liqueurs is like the first step to making herbal remedies at home. And a liqueur is something you might already be familiar with. So easy to make and easy to use. And on top of it, liqueurs
0: can be fabulous as well as thoughtful holiday gifts. And since we are coming up to the holidays, it doesn't take long to whip up a batch
1: of your favorite liqueur, or your new favorite liqueur, as the case may be. So first of all, let's go with a few definitions, because you may have heard the terms liqueur, elixir, cordial, um, thrown around and not really know what they refer to. And to preface this, sometimes a word means something different in UK English than it does in American English. So we're going to give you both definitions just so that you're comfortable with the vocabulary we're using and you can put a handle on what we're talking about. And sometimes Canadian
0: English combines both UK and American.
1: Yeah, that's the joy of being Canadian. We get the best of both worlds. So the first word is elixir. And an elixir is an herbal concoction that's meant to be taken as a remedy. It can include alcohol and sweeteners or even honey, so very similar to a liqueur, but it's meant to be beneficial and it has a defined therapeutic purpose.
0: So an example of an elixir might be making something like what we would have called a shelf-stable elderberry syrup, which has a very specific purpose for helping against colds and viruses. Right. And is, in all honesty, an amazing tasting elixir.
1: Or you might make a digestive elixir that includes fennel seed and anise seed and um, maybe some, like a gripe water. That would be considered an elixir if you were making it shelf-stable using alcohol. Now, a liqueur, as we've been talking, is usually classified
0: as a flavorful blend of Alcohol, flavor, and usually sugar, meant to be taken to relax, aid digestion, or simply to enjoy. Liqueurs are often taken before or after a meal or as an evening sip. The focus of a liqueur is enjoyment, with the
1: secondary benefit being aiding digestion and, of course, relaxation. And often the two terms, elixir and liqueur, are used interchangeably depending on who's making it and also how they're bottling it. So you might find something that tastes like a liqueur, can be used like a liqueur, but has the word elixir on it because it's fancy. Marketing. Yeah, marketing.
0: Now, a cordial is a little bit different. It's classified as a pleasant tasting, often medicinal drink, similar to a liqueur and usually involving fruit. However, cordials are can be designed to be warmed up before taking, and are designed to have a sweet, fruity, and comforting flavor. They overlap with the cures, but are usually fruit-based rather than herb-based. That is in the US. In Europe and England, a cordial is usually a concentrated fruit juice meant to be diluted with water before consumption and does not contain alcohol. Which is why Anne of Green Gables got mixed up when serving the raspberry
1: cordial to her friend. So... Right now in my store, I can get a blackcurrant cordial, but all it is is a very syrupy, blackcurrant-flavoured syrup that you then add with seltzer water or add with water to make a drink, and that is the UK cordial. But if you go into the
0: liquor store, you can find liqueurs labelled as cordials. It gets a little confusing
1: here. So, read the label. That's the lesson here. But if you're making it at home, you can decide whether it's an elixir, a liqueur, or a cordial, and you can choose how you label it.
0: And the best thing is that any of these three, or all of them, can be made at home. To your tastes, to your remedy preferences,
1: or just for fun. And they make amazing gifts and homemade liqueurs in a basket with Um, a beautiful tea towel maybe some cookies some uh, maybe a, a comforting book or some candles makes an amazing gift for family friends or even a hostess gift and we'll actually be talking more about
0: making gifts like that in the next episode so make sure you come back next week
1: too so let's talk about how to get started First of all, one of my favorites and actually the very first liqueur I ever made was limoncello. You need about 10 days to make limoncello um, and you need fresh organic lemons and vodka or brandy, whichever you prefer, um, or any other 40% alcohol that you're okay with the taste of. And then about one cup of simple syrup, but that only gets added at
0: the end. So don't worry about the simple syrup yet. The number of lemons you need is going to be around 10 because you're going to want the zest from 10 organic lemons
1: and one whole lemon. So don't throw away the rest of the lemon, though. Once you take the zest off, those lemons are still good for lemon juice. So make sure that you use the lemon juice for something else.
0: And you can always freeze lemon juice in ice cube trays. So it doesn't go to waste. So it doesn't go to waste. And you. I actually like mixing lemon juice and ginger in
1: ice cube trays and then using it in my stir fries delicious or even in in a hot drink. So you're going to take the zest from 10 lemons plus an 11th lemon that's going to go into your mason jar and then top it up to the top with vodka or whatever other alcohol and then just put it aside for seven days. Shake it every day. When you're finished just strain out the liquid, reserve it, add your simple syrup to it
0: and you're done. Once you strain out the lemon, you take a small sauce pot and you put one cup of water and one cup of organic sugar and bring it up to a low simmer so that the water and sugar completely combine. Let that cool and then pour that into your reserved lemon alcohol. Blend it up, bottle it, set it aside for a couple of days to let the flavors melt together and the sugar to actually fully blend with
1: the alcohol and your limoncello will be ready to sample and once you have it it's it will be shelf stable for a year um you can at that point bottle it into or decant it into another bottle a pretty bottle maybe one that you've recycled from another alcohol that you like the bottle sometimes i go into the liquor store and just buy something because i like the shape of the bottle and i want to reuse it so that's if you do the same thing that's a great thing to do with your own liqueurs If you're just getting started thinking about using herbs to make something so that you can feel better and start to tap into the natural wellness, I've got the perfect course for you. My course, the Inspiring Botanical Drinks, Mixers and Elixirs course. In this video course, you'll learn how to make healthy beverages that will help you break away from sodas and sugary drinks or plain boring water. Even if you have a two or three soda a day habit, Even if the kids are home and you keep running out of ice and ideas. Even if you struggle to get enough fluids in your body because of the heat. Even if you are watching your macros, your carbs, or your waistline. Even if you have food sensitivities or allergies. And even if the rising price of food and drink has you making tough decisions about where to cut costs. If you are making more food at home and watching your budget, but go to the same bottled beverages day in and day out, this class will inspire you to up your game in the beverage category with healthy and creative options that are also kind to your budget. So have a look at the inspiring Botanical Drinks Mixers and Elixirs class. You'll find the link in the show notes.
0: Now, the combination of the zest and two to three cups of vodka is basically your baseline for any homemade liqueur. So you can switch in, say, coffee beans or chocolate pods, or even, say, three cups of fresh fruit in place of the lemons in the recipe, combine it with the same amount of alcohol, let it sit for the same length of time, strain it, make up your one cup of simple
1: syrup, blend it, and you have a new liqueur and you can even combine flavors. One of the things I love doing is to take the chocolate pods and a little bit of orange peel and do the same thing or chocolate pods and a vanilla bean or mint. And it it really is fun to make your own liqueurs uh, according to your imagination and have fun with it.
0: And even during the winter you can use Frozen fruit to make liqueurs. You don't have to wait for the fresh fruit in the summer. Of course, fresh fruit will have better flavor than frozen fruit. If you can get it locally and organic, that's even better. But you can make liqueurs with whatever flavors you have. You could even probably make a rose
1: liqueur if you wanted. I have. It's delicious.
0: And I didn't get to try it?
1: M- mention it next time you come over and I'll give you a glass. Sounds great. One of the things you can do with liqueurs is besides putting them in gift baskets, you can also use them as mixers for cocktails. I have also poured them over ice cream. Mmm. Yum. I've used them to blend with chocolate to make uh, chocolate sauce. And I've used them in baking, pouring them over Christmas cake or pound cake. There's, There's lots of things you can do with them for flavor rather than just drinking them. So if you want to... Start
0: making your own liqueurs, you simply choose your flavor. Usually, I like going with fruit as the first step You can use frozen fruit. You can use fresh fruit. What's available right now could be apples or pears Or you can go to the frozen fruit section, which will give you the berries blueberries strawberries raspberries raspberry liqueur is always amazing and You clean and sanitize a mason jar put in your three cups of fruit add your alcohol of choice. Vodka is usually fairly flavorless, so that's always a good one to start with if it's your first time. And just let that sit for seven days before straining it and reserving the liquid. And if you're using juicy fruit like strawberries or raspberries, I would press out some of the juice with something like a potato masher or something similar to make sure you get all of the fruit
1: flavor and, of course, fruit benefits into your alcohol. And I would suggest if you're using fresh fruit to cut back a little bit on the sweetener. You don't necessarily need a whole cup of simple syrup then. So taste as you go and because it might be too sweet. And then
0: you make up the quantity of simple syrup you want. It's a one-one ratio and the volume will be equivalent to the amount of water you add. So you could make half a cup of simple syrup or a full cup of simple syrup. And then you blend that with your prepared flavored alcohol and proceed to bottle it off
1: into decorative bottles. Now, as we mentioned before about liqueurs and cordials and elixirs, as you're packaging your final liqueur, think about the person who's going to be drinking it and who they are and how they feel about alcohol. You might want to call your final product, an elixir instead of a liqueur, depending on the person who's going to be receiving it. And don't forget, if you're calling it an elixir, to put the health benefits on the bottle, just so that there's no misunderstanding. So we always like to end our episodes with a positive action because we want you to have success. And so today's positive action, we'd like to suggest that you pick one of the liqueur recipes that you'll find in the show notes and gather the ingredients and make your own liqueur. Since it is autumn, lemons are in season,
0: so limoncello may be a great idea if you just don't know where to start. Or Or coffee. Start with your favorite flavor.
1: My favorite is coffee liqueur. Thank you, Sarah, for joining me today. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Check out the show notes for those special recipes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And as always, please like and subscribe.
0: And the show notes give you six options for liqueurs and extracts to try. So choose one to try this week and tune in next week to talk about wellness
1: baskets. See you next week. Bye for now.